guys, I'm Bree. And I'm Allie, and this is Off Script. If you think about it, books are potential scripts for movies. When this adaptation happens, typically it's disappointing because they went off script. In this series, we will be talking about how off script they went. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Off Script. A podcast. Just for you, where we compare the books and the movies. All of them. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not related to Mm, one another. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like this week we are doing the giver yes we are mm-hmm. i'm Allie, and i'm brie let's do it let's i paint my picture <laughs> you guys my daughter is six and she's like mommy i have four crushes <laughs> hold up <laughs> hell yeah girl you get them <laughs> Cameron would be so pissed. He'd be pissed. He said, he's like, just so you know, I'm going on Riley's first date. And I was like, shut up. And he's like, he was dead serious. He's like, I'm going to sit right in between them at the table. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, stop it. <laughs> oh, man, if he knew right now. <laughs> so mad. Because I'm over here like, girl, just, just please stop. She's like, <sighs> His hair is so dreamy. <laughs> and then like one of them, because I help out in her class, so I know them. One of them's kind of like more on the n- not who I would choose for her side. Like <laughs> he's not the class clown. He's just like he's like, so they have star charts. So four stars is like above and beyond three stars where you're aimed for. And then two stars and one stars as parents need to be contacted. And I was like, Riley, you know, why? Because that's her main one she likes the most. Nice. <laughs> I'm Good like, girl. <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you just pick one of the other? Like the, the this other certain boy, because he's like really good. She's like, Mom, he's only on he sometimes gets three stars. He's not on two stars <laughs> stars all the time. He just needs love in his life. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, no, she sounds like me. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here, girl. I was like, no, we need to be friends. Let's just be friends only. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now is <laughs> trying to navigate a six-year-old's love life. Hey, man, I never told my parents about my crushes when I was that. I Actually, know. I'm pretty sure I did because so in elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, we had 50s dances every year. Oh, fun. And so my parents would always chaperone those. And like me and Steph and Katie would just go and dance in our little poodle dog skirts mm-hmm. and whatever. But every year they always had me take pictures with Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because they knew. Because I had a crush on that kid <laughs> from the time we were in the same class together. <laughs> he was my first big crush. Oh, man. Yeah, and I have pictures, th- all of my pictures too. I look like I'm like, I hate you guys. <laughs> You're gonna have to post one. We'll cover up his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I yeah. he had to know too because they also set up like every year they would set up uh like photo booth type thing yeah. and like sometimes it would look like a fifties diner or one time it was like a grease car. Like oh yeah, a yeah. pink car or whatever. And more often than not, he was always in the pictures with me and Steph and Katie. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out how to be like, no, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, no kissing. No, you don't need to be holding hands right now while also still being. Well, like, you is can that- tell me. I doubt that's on her mind right now, like kissing and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so that's where I'm at mentally. My brain's just fried with <laughs> six-year-old drama. <laughs> There's your picture, y'all. <laughs> I doubt she's gonna do anything. It's so it's different from when so we were kids. So different. Mm-hmm. So, except for I will let you know. Technically, I'm still married because I got married <laughs> on the playground in second grade. <laughs> oh man, we never got divorced. <laughs> oh gosh anyways so something that would not this would never happen in the giver i would never have this drama because let me tell you why let me tell you what this book's about in a seemingly perfect community without war pain suffering differences or choices Mm -hmm. a young boy is chosen to learn that's funny yeah without choices and then a young boy is chosen to (laughs) learn from an elder (laughs) elderly man about true pain and pleasure of the real world Mm -hmm. so riley wouldn't it wouldn't even be a thought in her head because she'd get those those the pills those pills because she has stirrings (laughs) take those pills you have to apply to have a husband or a wife (laughs) you want a kid you have to freaking apply they have to watch you for three years to make sure the relationship's okay wow i bet you they don't even kiss or anything no because those would be stirrings yeah yep dude the freaking weird world yep and everyone's okay with it because that's all they've known. I know. I have so many mixed feelings that I'm interested to get your thoughts on. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All right, you guys. So the author is Lois Lowry. Mm-hmm. Director Philip Noyce. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Did you not think of that when you typed it? I didn't know. I copy pasted. Oh. So I didn't even read them all. Noise. <laughs> right when I said it, I was like, oh, I'm going to re say it, but you beat me to it. Uh, screenplay writers were Michael Mitnick, Mitnick mm-hmm. and Robert B. Wide. Weed? Wide. <laughs> Robert B. Wide. <laughs> oh, I thought you were laughing at me. No, you're laughing at his name. <laughs> so, that's horrible. Noise. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's quite late over uh, here, you guys. <laughs> Robert B. White. <laughs> All right. Uh, the audiobook reader was Ron Rifkin. Yeah, I don't know. It was just okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a gr- I'm not going to recommend this audiobook to anyone. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was going to do the audiobooks for the sequels. I mean, they had like music in be- where the chapters are, but it's not like beautiful creatures. So no, I probably won't. Kind of a boring voice to listen to. Okay, I'll stay give it a shot, that. but I would probably hate it. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he does all the other ones. I would assume he does, but probably. All right. So the book came out in 1993. The movie August 15th, 2014. That's a 21 year difference. I just realized I'm pretty sure this was my 
birthday movie in 2014. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what did you do? Which first? I read it first. I did too. Forever and a day ago. I am pretty sure I read it in middle school or... Yeah. I read it in middle school. I would think I did too then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know I read it. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> when I read it, it was way back when as a kid. I was going to say, when I read it forever ago, I hated it. I just, I couldn't appreciate it for what it was. I was like, why am I reading this stupid book? 40 minutes into the movie, though, I realize I've seen the movie, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I read it first. Oh. Or do I just know the movie? I'm going to count it as I read it first, because that's what I did this time. Um, But... I'm pretty sure this was one of my... I worked with a friend who we would come up with uh, lists for each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, I told him he he hadn't seen or read any of the Harry Potters. So I was like, you gotta do that. And then he came up with a list of movies that I needed to watch. And I swear this was one of them, but I it came out after I worked with him. So I'm trying to think... I'm pretty sure we still sent messages about what we need to see. I swear this was one of them, but I don't know. I remember a black and white movie, him making me see it, and I think it was this one. Hmm. I have to go find my list. I forgot. I kept a list. I'll have to go find it. Anyways, all right. What are your thoughts of this plot? It's so sad because I could see us ending up there at some point. Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be better than the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it was just so weird. So I've never seen uh, the movie Caroline. Is that what it's called? The little like Halloween. Coraline. Coraline. <laughs> see, never seen it. But I've seen bits and pieces where, like, when they're turned into, like, what are they turned into? The, like, doll people? Yeah. But they kind of talk in, like, robot voices. No, they're just the, they're just evil. Yeah, but they're, like, creepy. They sound like creepy little robots. They're like, oh, Caroline. It's come called, this way. I think it's called Other Mother or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. I only saw that when it first came out. Okay. I only could think of that. And I've never even seen the movie. Oh. I just thought that one clip where they were, like... All right, everybody, remember, you can only have one apple per day, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Kind of separate wives. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so it was just weird. But then I kept going back and forth between, I mean, if that's all you knew. Yeah. And you never had to be hurt. I think that's one of the things that I like about this book because, like, because you're with a character who grew up with it. Mm-hmm he had a respect for it so you didn't hate the society so much until he started to like kind of question things right so you never like fully hate what he's in right but yeah it was just very yeah it's just so strange it's just it's just i don't know so why do you pick it uh so first I wanted to try and get a classic book in this season. Like last season was Withering Heights. So this season I was like, okay, I need one. And I 
when I saw this movie in 2014, I immediately left the theater and was like, oh my gosh, I need to reread that book. But I didn't own it. And then I think like the next year, one of my mom's books orders had The Giver in it. So I ordered it mm-hmm. from there and I got it, but then I never read it. <laughs> oh, so you just wanted to reread it? Yeah, because I enjoyed the movie when I saw it. So I was like, oh, I want to read it. Yeah. Well, now let's see what you think of this time. Yeah. Mm. All right. Are we ready for Allie's oh, super fun facts? Why, yes, we are. All right. Let me find them. <laughs> are you? <laughs> I'm not really. Okay. I found this one very fascinating, actually. Okay. Jeff Bridges had been trying to get the film made for nearly 20 years. Oh. He loved it at the very, when he first read it. Yeah. And he even had a film, wait, oops. He even filmed a version of it with his family. Oh. Speaking on the nerdiest podcast. Oh, that sounds like an interesting podcast I might have to listen to. (laughs) He said, I originally wanted to direct my father in it. As a matter of fact, somewhere in, somewhere in some garage, there is a version of this movie with my father playing the giver. (laughs) I know. I love that i love him i know i do too i know funny enough uh right after this because i watched it on netflix mm-hmm. then uh r.i.p.d popped up oh and i was like yes i want to watch it and then i realized i have to watch paper towns and i was so sad because <laughs> <I'm laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> ah. <laughs> all right so number two Jeff Bridges learns that learned that his friend and fellow actor Robin Williams died by suicide the same night the <sighs> film premiered. Is that sad? That's so sad. It is apparent that Bridges was trying his hardest to hide his pain and prevent himself from crying during the interviews on the red carpet. That's super I sad. I know. Uh, that one made me almost tear up. <laughs> almost. Okay, you guys. I'll save it. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> Stay tuned for our recap pod. <laughs> I got a story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meryl Streep shot some of her scenes in England during breaks when she oh. was filming Into the Woods, which is probably why uh-huh. she was. Oh, hologram. Hologram. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. I was like, that's such a dumb change (laughs) which then makes this next uh fact kind of sad one of the main reasons alexander skarsgård signed on to the film was to work with meryl streep (laughs) (laughs) on set he learned that his role or that her role was a hologram therefore she would be shooting her scenes elsewhere (laughs) oh my gosh poor alexander skarsgård i know they ended up filming uh, some show together later, though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> In the show, he plays her son who dies. Later, they went on to star in Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies season two together as mother and son. <laughs> but she he dies. He dies at the end of season one. <laughs> Before he gets to work with her. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a monkey. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> That's the whole reason his mom's in 
hometown because she's pissed and she's like, <laughs> I know that my son did not fall down those stairs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. All right, last one. Singer Taylor Swift was offered the role of Rosemary a week after a Los Angeles concert in which she was completely unaware the filmmakers were in her audience. Mm. Yeah, so they saw her and they're like, neat. Her. (laughs) But also, why? I don't know. (laughs) So weird. I know. I was like, okay. I was going to watch this movie with my mom because she loves Taylor Swift, right? Mm -hmm. But after reading the book, I was like, She's like not in it at all. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. So I was like, man, mom, you don't have to watch it because the whole book was odd. She hasn't read it? I don't think so. No. I don't know. But I was, well, 93, she was done with school. Oh, Why true. She read it? Yeah. yeah. Good point. But um, I know I, I was saying, I was like, I wonder how they're going to make this a movie because there was like no climax mm-hmm. in the book. Mm-hmm. The cl- the climax is literally like after what happens in the first one, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, but they made a way. Yes, they did. And we'll let you know. Yeah, we will. All right. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, oh my gosh. You guys, we were just, we just recorded half of this and we weren't recording. (laughs) We were just practicing. (laughs) We're like, and it was good. Man, you guys missed some great content. And now it's going to be shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Professionals. I really think that should be our slogan. We are professionals. (laughs) Is that what you want to sign off with? We we're, are professionals. We're professionals. <laughs> I'm so pissed oh right now. Gosh. Fuck. All right. Well, here we go again. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll explain, guys, how we're going to do this is Allie's going to cover the book. I'm just going to say if things were there or not. Because the movie does the things, but in a different order. Mm-hmm. In a different way. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just going to say, yes, this happens or no, this is not how this happens. Instead of scene by scene, mm-hmm. like other podcasts we've done. Mm-hmm. I think that might work better. I think that's what we should have been doing. I think that's what I was trying to do in Harry Potter, but it didn't feel well. Mm-hmm. And then we... That's okay. Did what we did. That's all right. Sorry, Let's guys. I just wanted to talk hardcore about Twilight. I know. <laughs> So I was like, yes, this is a fantastic idea. <laughs> I know. Water for Elephants got under two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually, honestly, I think it's actually one of our better episodes, too. Yeah. I've I been, like it. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, we we're, our goal is under two hours, guys. So it's not like we're like, let's just talk our asses <laughs> off. Even though we're, right now, here <laughs> we are. doing. We're not even in the... I, it's because we literally just recorded for like a half an hour. And it doesn't matter. You don't know. Guys, this one probably oh. would have been under, way under two hours. Dude, we would have rocked it. We're going to still rock it. It's just. You might not get some of the stuff that we talked about. I'm going to double check one more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, recording. Fuck. All right. Okay.
story kicks off with Jonas. He's our main character. And he's sitting at the table with his family unit. And they're discussing their feelings, which they do every night. And his <laughs> sister, Lily, why are you laughing? Because we already did this. <laughs> uh, <good>. no, <laughs> I, just, I don't even know how I realized, like, what clicked in my head to make me go, oh, I don't think Thank we're God. Thank goodness you did, because I think if we got to the end of it all. I would have been like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. Okay, fine. So Lily, his sister, is a six, and Jonas is an 11. So already we got family unit and 11 instead of 11 years old, a six. And his father shares about a male child. It's like we are feeling or figuring <laughs> out. You're say we are family. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, we're figuring out that this is not a normal society. Society. Like- Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jonas's father shares that a male child at his work is not doing well and that he is going to stay at their house for a while to help him develop. And um, they're only allowed one male and one female child, but this is an exception because they're not going to keep this child. And uh, Jonas feels apprehensive because it, that was a big thing. They had to use perfect. Uh, correct language proficient wait proficient language proficiency of shit i can't remember what the movie says <laughs> something like that and um he's very nervous to be a 12 because that's when your whole life basically is decided it's like what your career path's gonna be and everything like that or your assignment and Jonas has a conversation with his parents about their ceremony and how it all went well because these people have been watching you since you were born and they know exactly what you like and don't like blah 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 blah. This happens in the movie just way later. And the big difference here is that father doesn't talk about the male child. Or he does briefly, but he doesn't say anything about how he wants to help. Yes. He's just like, oh, there's a child that's not doing good. So sad. Okay. So Jonas, we find out, has light colored eyes, which is very... One thing that I realized that I didn't mention last time we did this. (laughs) The kids are older. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jonas is like 18 rather than 12. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. And so... We find out Jonas has light-colored eyes, which is different than most of the population, but people don't bring it up because it's rude, and they're not supposed to bring up rude things like differences. And uh, Gabe, the baby, which they snuck to figure out the name of. They're supposed Father to, snuck. Yeah, he's supposed to just call it 32 or something like that, whatever number he was. Yeah, I don't remember his number Um, because I know him as Gabe. Yep. Gabriel. But, but father thought that this would be better for him to develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would give him a connection to help him grow. Yeah. And so he also has light colored eyes. We then learn that they have like announcements in this town, this society. It's kind of like school announcements where mm-hmm. it's like over a loudspeaker, a loudspeaker, like outside in different buildings, in your houses, like everywhere. 
and they reprimand people that way. So like, for example, we find out that Jonas and his friend Asher were tossing an apple back and forth and Jonas noticed it changed somehow. Mm -hmm. And so he decided to just bring it home. Like it wasn't even a, I'm going to bring it home and be sneaky. It was just like a, he slipped in his pocket type thing. And so then there's a announcement. Just a reminder that 11s are not to bring home extra food from the recreational center, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> when I read that, I read it as like a glitch in the matrix rather than a flash of color. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So the big difference here is that the Apple thing doesn't quite happen like this. Mm -hmm. It happens later. I'll talk about that later. But the big thing that needs to get brought up here is the fact that in the movie, Jonas's eyes are not light. And I actually think that this is a very important key point in the book because I think that the giver, Jonas and Gabe, are related as well as that one random female that they briefly talk mm -hmm. about. Yep. Because we don't know who their birth mother is or father. Mm -hmm. It's just... That's a job. Apparently a not very honorable job. Well, because you can only have three kids and then they make you do labor. Yeah. Not like so birthing weird. labor, like labor. Working in the fields. Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, it's a very Handmaid's Tale-esque job. Kinda. Except for like Handmaid's Tale is basically you just, you're a, I don't know how to politely say it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the hands made So Jonas went to help volunteer with his friend Asher and Fiona because now that they're at the end of uh, 11, they just have to get their volunteer hours in so that they can uh, move up to 12. <laughs> and he always goes and hangs out with Asher and Fiona. And they're at the old folks home where they help uh, bathe the elderly. And Jonas is chatting with his little la lady. <laughs> lady what the fuck yeah <laughs> when you said it like that last time i was like that sounds so weird but i'm not gonna say anything i don't think i said little last time but <laughs> lady fuck. you said jonas's lady and i was like oh he has a lady <gasps> he hasn't even had stirrings yet <laughs> jonas is speaking with his elderly woman <laughs> With his elderly As he's boy. bathing her. <laughs> this whole scene was just odd. I'm sorry. Well, what's funny is as I was reading it, I was like, I don't remember this in the movie. And I want to know how they like pull this off without it being weird. And then. Because they don't even do it. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Which is funny because I feel like. I don't know. I think the old lady kind of helped. With the storyline. But yeah. But basically, she was saying that they had a release that day of a, a elder in their their little home, and uh, it was such a great celebration. And she wished the kids could be there, but only the elders mm -hmm. are allowed to be there. Mm -hmm. This does not happen in the movie because the old folks' home is not in the movie. The celebration for the releasings happened just way later well not way later coming up but yeah in a different way <laughs> yes 
So the next morning, the family talks about their dreams and Jonas shares that he actually had one because usually he doesn't have dreams. But he said it was very strange because he was with Fiona and he wanted her to take her clothes off and get in this bathtub at the old folks home. And he's like really wanted to bathe her. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, I'm just so confused. And his mother's like, you're having stirrings. That just means you get to take the pills and now and then they'll all stop. Uh, and he's like, oh, okay. Wow. Like Asher takes the pills, but we're not, we don't talk about it because that's something that's different. So That'd be rude. Yeah. So the dream talk doesn't happen. Jonas gets stirrings just differently in the movie. In the movie, he is very blatant about it with Fiona and they end up like, I think they end up kissing, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Mm-hmm. At some point they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's right here or then well, or later. No, I think it's like right before every thing happens. happens. Yeah. Um. And then the pills is something that he's been taking this whole entire time. Yeah, it's like an injection. So every time oh, you yeah. leave the house, you like have to shoot it in your hand or somewhere. Your arm. Your arm. Mm-hmm. Which I think is cool, but except you're getting shot with a needle every day. Did you know my brother went to the new Amazon Fresh store in Mm -hmm. Seattle? And so we've been to the one down here in Federal Way and you just Mm -hmm. scan your phone. Yeah. Right. Now you can have it scan your palm. Is that insane? Oh, I don't like that. No, that's scary. Yeah. You like set it up. So that you scan your phone the first time you go in and then you, it's like a thumb fingerprint. Yeah. Except that it's your palm. Is that, is that weird that it's scarier that it's your palm than your fingerprint? Yeah. But it is, right? Is it just me that thinks that's a little scarier? No, because now they have all of your fingerprints. Yeah. Isn't that, ooh, it's so weird. Technology, man. Well, I don't like all the AI stuff that's coming out. No, it's scary. <laughs> I know. And everyone at Microsoft is like it's the best thing and i'm like it's scary no they're like use chat gpt keep using it it's fine and i'm like nah i'll stay away from that so insane freaking weird world Mm -hmm. maybe we do need a world like in the giver (laughs) maybe i'll be the chief elder (laughs) okay (laughs) um anyways so we find out gabe is permitted one more year in the birthing center because He's not ready for his naming ceremony yet, but they're mm-hmm. giving him one more year mm-hmm. of a chance to get ready. And now we're at the ceremony and another family was given a new Caleb because their last Caleb died in a river, which is really rare. Like normally it's a very safe town. Um, And then another family. Which I also thought was hilarious because Caleb dies in the river mm-hmm. and everyone knows what it is. But everyone who's released, no one knows what that is. When I read about Caleb dying and Jonas was like, it was really sad, but like that never happens here. I was like, so they understand the concept. Oh, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. And he said it was very, it was very sad. So they know this uh-huh. sad emotion. And like, how would mm-hmm. his, fa- how would Caleb's family feel? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. There are some loopholes to this story. That and like, 
I just then was like, they just, they're so brainwashed that they think releasing is this cool and exciting thing. Yeah. 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 But anyways, then another family was given another boy. I don't remember what his name was. Um, but the previous boy was released. Which oh, I actually think it was like a female. I think it was, oh, it was like, a female. I think it was Julia or something like that. Okay. But she was released, which is uh, a disgrace. So they weren't, no one honored her mm-hmm. before a new Julia was given to them. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking weird. Gosh, I just can't even imagine like one of my kids dying and then naming my next kid that too. So weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, could you imagine getting a kid that's not even yours? Like applying first off to have a kid. They have to apply to get married too. And then mm-hmm. they're like chosen spouses. Mm-hmm. So strange. Mm-hmm. In the movie, I'll let you finish all okay. of it. Yeah. And so um, we learned that every age gets something special at the ceremony. So like eights get their hair out of their ponytails or pigtails Mm -hmm. um nines get a bike uh 10 or uh 12s get their assignment aka their job and all this sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and so then uh it's time for the 12s to get their assignments and they go in order so like uh there's 11 because they're 11s still technically mm-hmm. 11 1 and that's the first 11 or the first kid born that year mm-hmm. and so jonas was like 19 19 and in the movie he was 52 <laughs> so like why <laughs> that's such a dumb change i know and uh so 18 it's so that he had to wait longer yeah and then get skipped yep so but still i know even when he was 19 it was still like wait what happened yes so 18 goes and then it comes back and 20 goes so he was skipped and he's kind of like he's like oh maybe i'm going after 20 oh maybe after 21 yeah he just couldn't believe it and um everyone goes and then the chief elder comes up and is like you may have made or you must have think thought i made a mistake i apologize we accept your apology (laughs) everyone has to say and uh turns out that jonas has the honor Mm. of being a receiver of memories and this is a very important role or important (laughs) assignment that's what i was trying to say i mean role is fine i guess so (laughs) She loved it. Yeah. Uh, she said that this they gave this assignment uh, 10 years ago and they made a mistake. And so they wanted to be very, very uh, certain this time. And uh, she says that this job, you can have sight of beyond. And Jonas is like, what the? I don't have that. Um, but then he looks at the audience and he sees something change like the apple and she also warned him that it's going to be a very painful job he's like oh gosh why (laughs) i would not take that no i would veto right away (laughs) no thank you pass excuse me (laughs) not for me in the movie first off his sister 
gets a bike. <laughs> she's it's, only seven, eight. Thank eight. you. <laughs> yeah, she's eight. And nine-year-olds are supposed to get the bike. But in the movie, they give it to her. But it's because every scene in the book, she... Uh, wants a bike. Yeah, she's wanting that damn bike. So <laughs> they were like, here, she can have it in the movie. But I was upset about it. I didn't like that change. Because that's also... Why change that? Also, in the movie, the what kicks off the ceremony is... They, uh, how am I saying it? Oh, the, they released the celebration of the elders. Thank you. Yes. Uh, they do the celebration for the releasing of the elders or the releasing to elsewhere is what they call it. And that's supposed to be something that does not happen in front of the whole entire town. Yeah. Stupid. In the movie, though, one thing that I was glad that happened was during the naming of the n- new children, mm-hmm. one of them got Caleb's name. Oh, they, yeah. They didn't do the whole Caleb, 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 like they did in the book. But it's a little Easter egg for us. Yeah. For those of us who have read it. Yep. Oh, and the other thing that happens that I didn't like in the movie is when... The 11s are getting their 12s assignment. They're on the stage and they like go up to the chief elder and then they come back to their seat in the movie. They start on the stage and then they go to their seats in the audience. Then at the end, when it's obvious that Jonas has been skipped, he's obvious because he's the only one on the stage. Yeah, it was super awkward. I was like, poor Jonas. I also thought it was really weird. Um, So in the book, Asher gets a funny story told about him. Oh, yeah. And so they did that in the movie. But I also assumed everyone got a story told about them. Uh, we just didn't hear it in the book because it was like moving mm-hmm. it along. But they showed like two or three people in the movie that it was like they just said yeah. what they got. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, I mean, I get it because they were going off the book. But but it was weird. It, it was awkward. It, yeah. Well, the other thing that made me upset is they changed Asher's story. Yes, they did. And he's a pilot instead of the recreation director. Yeah. And I didn't like that either. Nope. Nope. Because totally. Yeah. He wanted to be a pilot, but. Yeah. Because he was a kid at heart, they. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. They changed his story up hardcore. Mm hmm. All right. So. So now he gets a folder of all this information about his new job, like all the 12s. I forgot one thing. Okay, sorry. The other difference in the ceremony is what Allie mentioned already in her super fun facts, that the chief elder is not supposed to be a hologram, but here she is because Meryl was not on sale. No, she was not filming that Into the Woods movie. With a certain someone. Who haven't I mentioned in a long time? Long time. Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. Is he in that movie? Yeah. Oh. I think. I don't know. I saw it. I don't know why else I would have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I knew it was a musical, and I like musicals, but uh, I have a really hard time with musicals that are strictly musicals, where from start to finish, it's 
all only songs. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely this one was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's the wolf. Duh. I knew oh. that. I doubted myself. Why did I doubt myself? That was one of the movies that I was like waiting for Cameron to get off work. So I just sat there for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then we left. <laughs> so I have not officially seen that one. <laughs> I watched it for Johnny and I think Johnny's in it. <laughs> I feel like he maybe has a song or he doesn't even sing. I can't. He's barely in it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, cool. I came for him and got almost nothing. Yeah. Bummer. Thanks. <laughs> all right so in his folder now that he's a 12 it says all their rules and like outline of what their job is going to consist of and so his has all these rules that he's like now he doesn't talk about dreams now he is allowed to lie or ask rude questions or like or not rude questions ask any <laughs> questions and any they have to tell you the answer type of thing but what I've always wanted to, well, what I've always wanted, to, always <laughs> wanted to always. know this. This is the one burning question in my life. <laughs> uh, when he goes and asks people these rude questions, is he supposed to just tell them like, "Hey, it's for my job," or is he supposed to just be like, "No, just answer me"? <laughs> I know, I have no idea because Jonas always felt uncomfortable, so he never asked. Uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah. So he goes. Well, actually, he does ask. He asks one, but then his parents like bring him back to phrasing. Oh, that's when, right. When he's like, "Do you love me?" Yeah, that's right. No. Sad. I, uh, I was like, "We'll get there." <laughs> so he goes to his location, and uh, the former receiver of his memories, which we learn is the giver, we now call him. Um, has him lie down. Well, first he is explaining things and he explains like it's like going down a snowy hill and Jonas is like, what is a hill? What is snow? All this sort of stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine not knowing what a hill is? <laughs> oh my gosh. And so he says, okay, lay down. And he puts his hands on his back and Jonas is like put into a memory of snow and sliding down on a sled and he's like oh my gosh that was amazing and then the giver shows him sun he's like you'll know i told you what snow was the last time but you'll know from the memory what this is called and he puts him in and jonas comes out he's like it was sun and uh he's like okay they told me it was gonna hurt give me some pain i can take it (laughs) And so he's like, oh, gosh. At first, he didn't want to. And Jonas He's a like, man. Yeah. All men. <laughs> Jonas didn't, or the giver didn't want to at first. but Because the last person told him to start off easy. The last receiver of memories was yeah. like, hmm. She's like, I can handle it, too. And he does it. And then, just kidding. She can't handle it. And she goes. Bitch. <laughs> He tried to tell her. She's like, no. <laughs> I got this. So he started him off easy and gave him a sunburn. And he's like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. He's like, that's nothing, kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Yeah, but so these are not just the giver's memories. These are 
the giver, 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 like the giver and back and back and back and back. Yeah. The receiver of memories from forever Mm -hmm. and ever and ever and Mm -hmm. ever. It's the memories of the whole entire world. Yes. That they don't want to burden the um, society. Yeah. So he's like the little lockbox with all of these memories. Because it would cause chaos. Yes. And so society had it. And let's be honest, it already does yes we are very for real society yes we're very chaotic with all this knowledge (laughs) okay basically this happens the one thing that i want to make note of here is in the book the giver's location is behind the old folks home in the movie they've created this whole like their town is on an island looking thing Mm -hmm. and the giver's building is on the edge of that. Yeah, it was odd. Mm-hmm. And it was like in a shack that like made him look like a creepy old man. Yeah, when it was supposed to be like this normal building. Yeah, that because there is no had a difference. Freaking, that had a uh what is it? A receptionist. Yeah. Who answered the door and was like, Oh, he's expecting you. Come on in. Yeah. Oh, it's just locked for I can't even remember why I was yeah. locked. Because <laughs> uh, Jonas was like, whoa, no door. Could you imagine also not locking your door? I know. No one does in West Virginia. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. When- in a town that you feel safe enough to do uh-huh. that. <laughs> yeah. On his way to his assignment later, like a couple days later or the next day or something like that, he noticed that he went with Fiona as she was going to her assignment. Her hair changed changed in some way like the apple did and he brought this up to the giver and the giver explained he was seeing colors mm. <gasps> wow and now we're, we're back to this is where we stopped yeah <laughs> so all this will be new you guys <laughs> for us <laughs> for us we've definitely <laughs> it was not our best uh... we tried okay so so he explained that he's seeing colors and he show he's like uh shows him that skin colors used to be different and um there's you know I'm going to show you a rainbow and all this sort of stuff but now they have the sameness because different was too bad and everything was chaotic and different blah 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 so now we're all the same just sounds horrible. Oh whoa I just had a like epiphany. What? This is what our freaking government wants. Sameness. Mm-hmm. They don't like people who are different. They don't like anything that's not what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiptoeing on that political line. Yeah. <laughs> this book is slightly political. Yes, it is. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, it's just it's yeah, it's just craziness. Who wants to be the same? So boring. Same. Mm-hmm. I tell Riley that all the time. I'm like, like she'll do something, like Riley. Be like, Riley, you're so weird. And she's like, No, I'm not. I was like, Weird, weird is, is good. good. Being normal is overrated. Mm-hmm. In- embrace the weird. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to let her know that weird is. Be it's better to be weird. Have her hang out with me. Perf. I'm weird. Perf. 
perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. So in the movie, this happens. And it's actually really neat because they do a very stylized editing. Editing? <laughs> editing. <laughs> editing with the colors where at first it's black and white. Mm-hmm. Or what is it? Grayscale. Grayscaled. And then it very slowly colors come back in and starts with like sepia toned and it's just I love the it. most subtle changes. Because so Jonah could see red stars. Jonas. <laughs> whatever. So see red tone reds. So they made it all the red hues pop mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. the book. And then the book. The movie. <laughs> and then they slowly, as he saw more and more colors, would bring those forward too. It mm-hmm. was very cool. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. So Jonas wants to show others like all these memories, but or no, the colors, but no one else can see them. So he's like, look at those flowers over there. Look at them. And he's like trying to have Asher see them. And he's just like, okay, dude, <laughs> you're a little crazy. What's going on? And um, the giver often turns him away. Like he'll go to every day. He's supposed to go to his assignment, but the giver will like have him turn away because he's in too much pain. And eventually Jonas suggests that he give him some of the painful memories to help. And the giver shows him the sledding down the hill again, but then he ends up breaking his leg and like rubbing his face on the ground. And like, it's like, it's all mangled up and he comes back to reality and he's like shouting for pain meds because in their time he like smashed his fingers in a door and you shout for pain meds and you get like an injection and Mm -hmm. boom healed no pain like that Mm -hmm. but he's not allowed pain meds when it involves his assignment Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks but it's because the meds would block his memories i guess that makes sense so he can't yeah Ugh, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Which then, so in the movie, he's now not taking his meds. So what you don't find out until later, because Jonas is trying to tell Fiona that she should be doing this too, <laughs> which does not happen in the book. Nope. He's been taking an apple and putting some of his blood on the apple and putting that on the medicine injector thing and it just injects him with his medicine and that's that's how he steals the apple but there's never no announcement about it nope which you would really think if he was stealing all those apples (laughs) i know (laughs) so during sharing time in (laughs) one of the evenings Sounds like an elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) feeling time let's share our feelings his father shares that there's a mother having twins, so one of the twins must be released. And, uh, and father's really excited about it because he gets to pick. Yeah. They said they just pick on weight, but he gets to be the one to help mm-hmm. release him. Mm-hmm. And Jonas suggests that Gabe stay the night in his room because his parents give his parents a break because he just keeps crying and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And during the night, Jonas rubs his gave's back to calm him down and he ends up transferring a memory of like a sailboat or something like that to him and 
he decides he's not going to tell the giver because he doesn't know if he's supposed to do that yet. <laughs> hey, but it's in his rules. He can lie. <laughs> yes, it is. So in the movie, father never shares about the twins being born. And so mm-hmm. then about it being released, it does happen just later. Yep. And you only see the releasing, which Allie will talk about in the book. Yep. In a little bit. And Gabe sleeps in Lily's room. Sister. Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) And so then freaking Jonas is in there talking to Gabe. And then Lily overhears him. It's like, elephants are real? Because the thing, too, is... In the movie, a lot of the memories that are getting shown to Jonas are things that aren't in the book. They kind of took liberty there because there's the book is very, very short and it's supposed to span over like a year. Yeah. And so obviously we don't know what all Jonas saw, but Mm -hmm. Jonas was like essentially getting introduced to the world as we know it. And so he was seeing elephants and he was seeing all these great things. And technically in the book, Lily's security item. Comfort item. Comfort item. Because all new children start with comfort items. And technically Lily's was an elephant and Gabe's was a hippo. But in the movie, Gabe's is an elephant that they for some reason are calling a hippo. And then Jonas is like, did you know this is actually an elephant? Yeah. Jonas in the movie, I noticed, is like very... Where in the book, he tried that one time with Asher mm-hmm. to show him colors. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, he constantly is trying to get people to like figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I kind of think that that's why the giver chose him in the book. Because he wanted someone who was going to be curious like that and Mm -hmm. like that. But I also think that for some reason, Lois Lowry or whatever only wrote a very, very small book and didn't give us, (laughs) had to get straight to the the point. Yeah, you'll have to let me know. I know. I'm really excited to read the rest of them. Oh, that's good. Mm hmm. I'm just excited to see because now that Jonas isn't in the society, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if the other societies that he finds are like this. Yeah, I know. That would I'm be interesting. I'm excited to see if he ends up going back and if everyone knows everything like they thought would happen. I'm, yeah. We're jumping ahead. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really excited for this series. Like, Well, that's good. Yeah. All right. So. He went back to the giver and he expected to be turned away because he's like in pain again. But the giver's like, no, please help me. And the giver gives him a memory and it's of war and death. And he later was shown a positive memory. It's like Christmas and birthday and museums and grandparents and love. And this is when Jonas goes and asks his parents, do you love me? And they're like, oh, talk proper, Jonas. We we admire you and we are we have pride in you, but love is not an appropriate word. Yeah, <laughs> like that's so you, sad. If you asked us, do we enjoy you? We would say yes. 
sounds horrible. I'm like, wow, you can enjoy something and not love them. Right? <laughs> and that is when Jonas decided not to take his pills. He started not taking mm-hmm. it because he's like, oh, I can't feel love if I take this stupid pill. And mm-hmm. I want to feel love. Mm-hmm. He's like, I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, Jonas doesn't get the war and death memory until later. And I kind of, I was bummed. But it also made sense because since Asher wasn't the recreation director, there's a scene with the war and death where Asher and Fiona are then playing basically a war game. And because they don't have the memories of war, to them it's just a game. And it's been a game that Joan has played. But now that he's witnessed war, he's like, why is this a game that we're playing? This is not right he like goes and breaks up this game and he's like freaking out and everyone's like what is wrong with you Mm -hmm. and i loved that scene because i also feel like that scene really made him go whoa what kind of society is this what are we doing to ourselves yeah in the movie the memory he got was i mean it's still sad but it wasn't like this it was of poachers poaching an elephant yeah they had that one in the book too they did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, there was that one in the book. Oh. But. When? It was in there, because that's how he learned what an elephant was, and he was sad about, because uh, he just kept remembering the elephant crying and, like, oh. howling with pain. I clearly blocked that out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but in the movie, they don't show Christmas or birthdays. No, they don't. No. It, how Jonas comes to find out about love is the giver and him are talking about. I can't even remember what they're talking about, but they're talking about something. And the giver is like, have you noticed that there's something missing here? <laughs> no, because he doesn't even know what's missing. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'll share it here. There's also a weird scene. Oh, actually, this is a good time because right after he asks him if he's realized what is missing, he then is like, what are you going to show me today? And he's like, well, being the receiver isn't all about seeing things. It's also about hearing things. And then he goes and plays the piano for Jonas, which that isn't like he talks about that later when he's like on his way to leave the town Mm -hmm. and he thinks he hears about them or he hears music as he's away from town but he never like the giver never plays it for him right but in the movie the giver the only reason they did this is because they cast taylor swift as (laughs) rosemary yeah (laughs) they wanted to give her some piano time yeah i thought it was so stupid i was like why is there a whole entire scene with the giver playing piano freaking lecturing jonas about the music right Uh, it was odd i didn't like that one no all right so in the book there's a random holiday it's like oh today is a holiday over the speaker for no reason Mm -hmm. and this is when brie was telling that the friends were playing uh war and it totally gave jonas some ptsd Mm -hmm. and uh he goes next day he goes back to his assignment and the giver shares about rosemary who was the previous receiver of memories 10 years ago 
and the giver loved her just like he loves Jonas. And Rosemary loved everything about this job until they got to the pain. And uh, we find out she was shown emotional pain, like loneliness and loss and grief. And she left and was asked to be released and they accepted her and she was released. And Jonas is like, but my assignment says I'm not allowed to ask that. And he's like, yes, you're not because she did. <laughs> and when she was released, all of the memories that she learned were released onto the people. And it was pure chaos, which is why they're like, no, this next person can't be released. And that was only after five weeks for her. And Jonas has been going for like six months now or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jonas is like, but what if I die a different way? Like, what if I like, like Caleb fall into the river and die? And the giver's like, huh, I don't know what would happen then. So he just had like, he just the giver started thinking mm-hmm. coming up with some type of plan mm-hmm. yeah especially since uh this is this is when jonas learns what releasing is because still at this point he just thinks it's a nice little trip to a different society yeah he's about to ask about the twins yeah so in the movie at this part he gets the war memory but how he gets it is like he comes in and the giver's on the floor crying out in pain and like basically reliving this memory mm-hmm. and he goes to try and help him and then the giver accidentally transmits the memory to Jonas yeah and it was just so weird yeah I was like mm, that's not because then Jonas leaves and it's like why did you show me that and he's like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to and then Jonas gets all pissed yeah and he storms out but then he comes back and the giver is downstairs all sullen in his room and he's talking about Rosemary and she leaves. Yep. And all of it is shown on a hologram. Yep. Mm-hmm. Odd. Because they wanted to cast Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Rosemary. Rosemary literally could have not been there. Yeah. <laughs> she was just a story. She mm-hmm. was like, we did have no, no scenes with her in it. No. And- no. I mean, I always like when they show stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you just like stick with it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This they added a little too much with the Rosemary story for me, and I was yeah. like, especially since I really think who's in that house at the end is Rosemary in the movie. I'm like, Rosemary's dead. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to remember. Oh, at the at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's who they try to put there. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she didn't ask to be released. Maybe she ran. Ran. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe you'll I'll find out. You didn't find out. I book wise she's dead yes according to this book she was released yeah she was dead movie could have not been this is also when I should start talking about the huge difference that's coming up because at this point I think this is when Jonas and the giver well Jonas finds the maps of 
town and sees that there's things past the border and he's like what Mm -hmm. how come we never knew about this and gets all upset so then he leaves and he goes and tries to convince everyone to well everyone convince fiona yeah to stop taking her pills or her medicine so that she can experience everything yeah and he like slides her down they go because he's explaining what a hill oh, is. Yeah. this was like way yeah this was ago. way at the start yeah and that's when i realized oh i have seen this movie before because that's super familiar why would i know this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so he's like trying really hard to get everyone to understand mm-hmm mm-hmm Everyone, Fiona. Fiona, you're right. Just Fiona. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. Okay, so Jonas was saying how he wished he could watch uh, the twins be re- one of the twins be released, but it was that morning, so he's gonna miss it. And the giver's like, "You can watch it. They're all recorded." And he's like, "Oh yes, I please, I would love to." And so he pulls it up, and he watches. This is a, uh, I'll just say, a trigger warning. Yeah. Uh for a loss of child. Because he watches his father poke a needle into one of the newborn's heads and this little baby basically has like a little seizure and then lays motionless. And his dad goes about like cuz this is a very routine thing like they do this every day yeah like if there's twins you know you can't have two people the same it would be too confusing Mm -hmm. and so jonas recognizes this though right away as death from that war and death memory that he had and he is freaking out like to the point where the giver has to call his family and say he's staying the night for Mm -hmm. uh extra training because he's just like my father killed that he's a murderer he killed him why what's going on giver's like he doesn't know what he's doing yeah like this is this is regular normal this is what we've learned he doesn't know fiona's learning to do this everyone knows how to do this like yep and so uh this the giver shows what happens oh because rather than jonas asking to see the release of the twins the giver and him are still talking about rosemary and basically the giver is sad and about rosemary being released and jonas is like oh don't be sad about that you could go you could probably go and see her and elsewhere like Mm -hmm. i bet you you could if you asked (laughs) he's like let me show you a releasing (laughs) he pulls up this yeah yeah and then Jonas doesn't freak out so badly that he can't stay the night. He freaked out, but not that bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was more angry once he got home about it all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> because he found some shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so the giver told him that he could go and run away. But the memories that he have will be released to the public. Like once he crosses the border. And, uh, but they're making a plan to do that. So the plan is to give Jonas all the memories of courage and all the memories of strength that he can. And the giver 
will go far enough to help him get there and then he'll turn around because it's the ceremonies are about to happen it's been a whole year now and he'll go home and say jonas died in a river and he couldn't save him um he wanted him to come with jonas wanted the giver to come with them but he's like no or with him but he's like no i can't because i want to be released and go see my daughter rosemary well the other thing too is he knows that if he goes with jonas too many memories will be yes released to needs, everyone he needs to be there to help yeah uh, with already the year that jonas has mm-hmm. so yes and he also rosemary's his mm-hmm. daughter we mm-hmm. find out mm-hmm. so we find out about rosemary being the giver's daughter but the rest of this doesn't happen the giver and jonas doesn't come up with this plan jonas just comes up with it because he comes home and finds out that they're going to be releasing gabe tomorrow and so he's like oh shit i have to save this baby which in the book he does find that out too the Mm -hmm. night before he's gonna leave he finds out gabe's gonna be released and jonas his father's like oh yes it's a shame like what we tried but oh well here's my other thing that also makes me upset about this because i feel like jonas is more linked to gabe in the book because their eye color is the same and he's like yes i feel akin to you whereas this is just cool and the kid who hasn't even been sleeping in his room who he's barely hung out with you now find this out and are like, oh, let me protect you. Like, right. Yeah. No, I liked uh, that in the book more, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to find or he goes and takes his father's bike and then he gets Gabe because Gabe is still at their house, right? Or Yes. Yeah. Gabe's yes. still at their house in the book. And he rides off. And he's riding and he's riding and he's riding and he sleeps all day and he's riding all night. And finally they get to this rain and snow and they're starving. And like he's trying to give Gabe all these memories of the sunshine and warmth to keep him alive because all he cares about is keeping Gabe alive now. Mm -hmm. And uh, he finally finds this sled I was so happy for him to find that. I was like, oh, how awesome. This kid who's been wanting to go on a sled himself. He's like, this is the best. Yes. And with Gabe, he slides down and he hears music. And he senses like family and love at the bottom of this hill. Or perhaps it's all a memory. Mm, Perhaps. That's how it ends. Yeah. Maybe here's where it diverges like hardcore. Mm -hmm. Um... So Gabe, Gabe, Jonas gets Gabe on the back of a bike and he goes to leave and Asher stops him. And it's like, you're breaking the rules. This is not okay. And Asher used to be like the goofy breaking the rules kid. Yeah. Yeah. But now that he's a pilot, he can't be breaking flying the rules. those drones all over the place. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, another thing. Asher told them about these rocks forever and a day ago in the movie, which is key because that's where Jonas is like, oh, I have to get there. That's where I have to go so that I can be 
here's the thing too because Jonas doesn't know that when he leaves his memories will go to everyone he's just trying to save Gabe that's right <laughs> well <laughs> yeah hold on <laughs> so then basically Gabe gets taken away back to the nurturing center because they're also like well he's supposed to be released Oh, because Jonas's mom goes to the chief elders and tells. Because she's been noticing Jonas is like breaking rules mm-hmm. and acting different. And that's my thing is I'm like, isn't Jonas, isn't the giver supposed to be able to do this? Like, aren't the chief elder and the elders supposed to be like, oh, we understand the giver has a little bit different rules. So it sh- he shouldn't. I think yes to a point. It's just that the elders have created society how they want society to be. Fair. Okay. And so. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So they're like, no, you do not have this. Basically, Jonas is now trying to plan an escape for Gabe from the nurturing center. And because Fiona forever ago stopped taking her pills, she too is like, let me help you get out of here. And then. Oh, yeah. It still happened. Um gish so then gabe and jonas make their escape but then they're about to release fiona but once jonas and gabe cross a certain point the memories come back and father stops plus why is father the one that's administering her release yeah because fiona got captured or arrested basically too yeah and the giver because they've been uh Mm -hmm. breaking rules Mm -hmm. and uh they're like, okay, we're gonna release you, and then he's gonna he's about to release uh Fiona. Fiona. Yeah, like Bree said, Jonas crossed the path, the border, and all the memories came back. Mm-hmm. So then he stopped and was like, Oh, I'm gonna kill her. Oh no. They just remembered everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Kinda the end. There we are. Because Jonas, in the end, he he crosses the the path, the border, when he slides down the hill and mm-hmm. goes to the little cabin. So mm-hmm. that part was the same. So. I was going to say, so that's probably what happened. We just don't see that in the book. Yep. So I didn't like that. All right. We did it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So IMDb cast 26 people in this movie wow wow it feels like more but wow i know i'm trying to think what our littlest number was because you would have thought it'd be misery with two people but and then that ended up being a lot more i thought it had 12 oh so it was still probably misery okay or cujo oh yeah i don't remember let us know (laughs) (laughs) because everyone comments back to us so well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so jeff bridges played the giver i love him as the giver he did so good he really did yeah i was interested because you know i've i reckon that you know know him from like rapd or other action like more high adrenaline me he's the dude he's the dude the dude abides the big lebowski have you never seen the i've never Lebowski? seen it no Oh my god, we have to have a movie night. Okay, because I love I know what you're talking movie. about the very famous you know, uh-huh. meme. Yeah, but 
so I like in that movie he's a huge stoner <laughs> oh. who like who walks around in his robe and <laughs> okay yeah. so like to have him as that in my head that's like who Jeff Bridges is and then to see him as this super serious like that's hilarious because I uh had him as R.I.P.D. and I'm sure something else where like he's just a freaking like punk and like just like pardon me I think he's also in Tron yes okay yes he's uh yeah and so like that type of role and I was like oh no the giver's supposed to be really (laughs) mellow and calm and like how is that gonna he did fantastic yeah he's great Mm-hmm. He's perfect. Yep. Okay. Meryl Streep plays the chief elder. Sh- I think she did good. She yeah. did great. Yeah. I mean, the chief elder is almost a non-existent part in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the movie, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so, okay. Good luck. What? Why won't you say it? Brenton Thwatties? Thwatties? I would have said Thwaites. Thwaites? Thwaites. 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 Yeah, Thwaites. Yeah, sure. Let's go Thwaites. <laughs> He's Jonas. I know I was going to do uh, one of my TikToks and be like, name the actor and be like, fantastic. Couldn't read his name, so I was like, kid who plays Jonas <laughs> is great. <laughs> I loved him. I absolutely yeah. loved him. Yeah. I think he did good. Yes. For being uh, 18 instead of 12. Yeah. He was still exactly how I thought Jonas would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did good. Yep. Okay. Alexander Scar- Skarsgård plays father. I love him so much. I will watch anything he's in. He's so good. I liked him. Yeah. He yeah. did fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like the calm dad. The, yeah. The community. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Katie Holmes played mother. I think she did really good too. She did too for the role she was. Yeah. Written. What's funny is like when I read the book, I didn't feel like mother was as strict and as oh, like. No. Mm-mm. She did not play book mother. Yeah. She played movie mother. Yeah. But also, like it also kind of made sense because book mother is in the like Department of Justice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So. That probably is how she would have been. It's just that, like, we were seeing it through Jonas's eyes, and Jonas loves his mother, even if yeah. he can't love his mother. And we don't know the behind the scenes of what she was doing to yeah, make sure he was mm-hmm. following the rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. Odea Rush? Mm-hmm. Fiona. She's I good. Lo- I love her. She's in the Goosebumps movies, and she's so oh. cute. <laughs> I Riley was obsessed with those movies for yeah. like two years straight. Now she's so scared of them. She won't turn them on. I'm like, what? You've watched them. <laughs> I'm like, but anyways, that's funny. Like she's only in one of them. Uh, she's only in the second one, I think. Nope. First one. I don't know. I just know she's cutie. So Cameron Monahong played Asher. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, I think so. For oh what? my gosh. He is the dude who, um, he's the character that you play in 
uh, Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order, I think is what the game's called. The most newest Star Wars game. Okay. I I had been trying to figure out. I was like, he's very, very familiar to me. Oh. But like, because he kind of plays a bad guy in this, mm-hmm. even though he's not supposed to be. Um, I couldn't correlate it because in the game, he's a good guy and you're playing. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> And then we got Taylor Swift played Rosemary. Fine. Yeah. I just didn't like that they gave her brunette hair. Oh, I. That's how I pictured Rosemary. Really? Yeah. I didn't picture her like. Maybe it's the style they gave her. Probably. Yeah, I guess I could see her brunette, but it was. I didn't mm-hmm. like how like puffy mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Better than that, yeah. Well, part of me is wondering because we only read the first book. So we don't know who her mother is. No, we do not. And so I was trying to figure out if that was a clue. From the movie, it seems like it's the chief elder. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's chief elder and the giver. Well, it is the giver. Well, I know it's the giver for sure, but... <laughs> <laughs> but Did you I read the think. book? <laughs> I think. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. Emma Tremblay, Lily. She's cute. She's cute. She mm-hmm. did it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Is the theme of the book and the movie the same? Why, yes, it is. Yeah, the mm-hmm. weird worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weird worlds. Weird worlds. <laughs> uh, do the characters stay true? That's how they're written. Uh... For the most part, yes. No! I don't think so at all. <laughs> okay, you go away. I think the only like two that don't are Fiona and Asher. Everyone else, yes. And then Mom, but like we said, we don't really know. But mm-hmm. from Book Mom. Um, I don't think from Book Mom. And then the Chief Elder. Chief Elder didn't... We don't know what was going on with Chief Elder. I know. So it was not written in the book. Isn't that what we're basing it on? We're not basing it on our assumptions of the book. We're st- so in the book, if you're just basing it off of like how she acted at the ceremony when you only see her in the book, did she say true to herself? Yes. But yeah, but then they added a whole bunch more to her. But we don't know. I guess, but that's not what I pictured her. I pictured when he was given his uh, calling or whatever it's called. What's it called? Assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I pictured that it's like he's kind of on a different level than where it's almost like, oh, they're in like this bubble type of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they'll kind of poke in, but I felt like she was so much more involved but that's also because jonas wasn't super the same right Mm -hmm. in the book jonas did really well at being like i'm not allowed to tell anyone about anything and he went off and like tried to convince fiona over and over again in the book he tries to he transmits to asher and then he just keeps transmitting to gabriel all the time right he tried once and he was like wow all right, that didn't work. So, mm-hmm. and then, but with Fiona, he was like dead set on do this. So I don't think 
I think Jonas was a little off too. I don't. I don't think any of them were saying. I do, because I think, yeah, with the elder, uh, to me, I read it as like, if anything were to fuck up her world or her society, because she does know to an extent everything in the past, because she's gone to the giver and asked him, Mm -hmm. okay, should we do this? Should we do that? Should we do this? And he said no. And why? So if she knows that anything's going to screw things up mm-hmm. she's gonna be the one to change it and she's gonna be the one to make sure that everything stays in path so that's why i'm fine with what they did with her i didn't say i wasn't fine with oh. it i just don't think it matches the book i i do okay <laughs> <laughs> so what you prefer book what yeah i love the oh book. man no i'm so movie yeah no i'm book i cannot wait to read the <sighs> other ones Dude, the book, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I love the book so freaking much. Oh, and then no. part of me was like, did I enjoy it? Because I had seen the movie and it made me want to reread it. Uh-huh. But then when I just watched it, I was like, oh, no, I like the book. Ugh. And I, I finished the book in basically a day. I didn't like I didn't like some of the changes that the movie did. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that... Um, how persistent Jonas was at like convincing Fiona mm-hmm. and I didn't like the romantic relationship part of it mm-hmm. but I mean you gotta have something to have a movie right mm-hmm. like and so I get why they did it but it was just much more entertaining to watch <laughs> than read <laughs> no I loved I cannot wait to read the it's a four book series no, you do it. You enjoy that one. I will. <laughs> I will. The four books, like, all together are, like, the size of freaking Breaking Dawn. <laughs> so that tells you how tiny they, they are. They are teeny tiny. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, I finished freaking, I finished the book in a day. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, it's really good. You, you do that. I will. <laughs> okay. I will. Sneak peek. We've okay. got a mini-sode for you. What's it going to be? You tell us. Yes, please tell us. Do our homework for us. Please. (laughs) (laughs) We do so much work for you guys. You guys can do some work for us. Come on. Us. (laughs) Help you. (laughs) And then next Monday, we're doing the Da Vinci Code. We're changing it up. How? Let's go from the giver to the Da Vinci Code. Oh, I guess. Two completely different things. Oh, I haven't read the Da Vinci Code yet. Do you not even know a single thing that it's about? I just know it's like a m- sort of mystery. In my head, I have it kind of like National Treasure. With a murder. Oh, there's a murder in it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I have zero idea. I haven't started the book yet. I haven't seen the movie. <sighs> Nothing. I think I'm supposed to watch it first. Maybe I'll you go watch it. are... <laughs> I'm going to know who the murderer is at the beginning. I know. I kind of think I want you to read it just because I also really like this book and I really hate the movie. No, now I have to read it first or watch it. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I know. I know because of that uh, I should have made you watch you Beautiful, Beautiful Creatures, Creatures first. Yeah. But 
But with my luck, then you wouldn't have wanted to continue the series. I don't know. <laughs> you would have been like, this movie's perfectly fine how it is. <laughs> I know. I really wondered. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Okay, you guys. That was fun. We will see you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed, rate, and reviewed. You can also follow us on Facebook at Offscript, Instagram at Offscript Podcast 21, and TikTok at Offscript underscore pod. Shoutouts to Madame Ashen Creations for our adorable logo art. And Adam Daniel for our incredible theme song. And to Creative Cinephile Productions for producing our podcast. See you next time. time.